fight against AI is here. You know, the, neg the, ne the negative uses of AI. And there are plenty of negative uses for it. As we try to convey positive choices with AI, you know, we try to promote it. But it's, you know, we can't not talk about what's happening with the SAG after strike, the, the writer's strike, mm -hmm. the, the actor's strike that's going on. You, what, what are your initial <clears throat> thoughts about this? Well, you've been reading up a little more on this. Does this happen just about every year now? I can't remember if it's uh, the last one every that, few years. Uh, let me see. So I'll tell you right now. The last time there was a writer's strike, I feel, I feel like it was in the early 2000s. Okay, 2008, I think. Uh, I, yeah, that sounds about right. There was a writer's strike in 2008, and it affected a lot of shows like Heroes. Uh, I think 24 was one of them and things like that. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, there's there's one that's happening again, but this time it's for digital rights. Oh, okay. I you didn't know. know that. Yeah, so that's the big thing. You know, we're, we're in the time of Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and people aren't getting paid their residuals. That's one, that's one of the biggest fights. Um, the writer of the first episode of She-Hulk uh, said he only made 396 bucks. Whoa. Yeah, whereas, you know, the D Disney's making, yeah, millions of um, dollars. Yeah, the writer, millions. you know, the writer, you Creator. know. That's that's whack right there. It is. It, it's it's bad. You know, there. <clears throat> you know, and now the other fight is the use of the negative use of AI, and i you know, mm -hmm. people are saying the use of AI. But I think they need to kind of like bring it down to the negative use of AI because there are positives to this as we saw, like I keep on bringing it up. I think this may be the third or fourth time I bring it up. Secret Invasion uses AI for their intro, but no one mm -hmm. got fired. No one got replaced. You know, everyone was... Everyone worked together. There was a team... They're using it to a balance then, it sounds like. Is what you're saying? They're they're not going overboard with it. Yeah, which is basically like you know that's kind of our premise for the art that we're showing or hearing or sharing in general. Just is that it's uh, yeah yeah it's very it's very interesting to me, um, and the, and there are some very major things like um, the use of likeness. Mm -hmm. You know, so one major negative of is face scanning through the through AI, where they want to have like background actors um, have their faces scanned and only get paid for one day's worth of work. Okay, so like so, extras would be background, but what would normally would take like a week, they're basically putting them on one day, like you said, and then they got them. They're paying, and they're, you know, like they could scan mine in your face, which in all, in all realities and respects, you could think that, you know, where was I getting at with this? Um, that could happen. Yeah. I, I, I lost, I lost my thought. It, that's the problem with it is there's, there's so many possibilities right now with it. There's like a, it's a gap going on right now. We're. We can't really put a thumb on it because it's like 
we're in the middle and don't forget like this is a, like a almost like a with how the cell phone was for early for the generation what 10 years ago or 20 i don't know it's just it's the new thing it's yeah yeah well now you know now they're doing the face scans they, they, they face scan me and you they say oh you're gonna be in the background in love knows no fury whatever okay. the movie is right Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, me and you are in the background sitting there, but, you know, if there's, if they go, let's say we're sitting in a coffee shop, but me and you are always at that coffee shop, our faces are going to be there, but we only get paid for one day's work, whereas the movie's making millions of dollars, and we're only making one day's worth of work, no royalties, none of that stuff. Uh, but yeah, you again, almost one... have to become a professional background person then. Make a they're out there. They're out there. They are. They are. Definitely. You know, you know, so again, the one major negative of face scanning through AI where people do not get paid for their likeness is the potential violation of individuals' rights to their own image and identity. Um, there's a lack of compensation when the AI is used to scan and replicate someone's face or likeness without their consent or proper compensation. It can result in individuals being denied the opportunity to monetize their own image. This can be particular particularly concerning when their likeness is used in commercial endeavors such as movies, advertisements, video games where profits are generated. Um, there's the, exploit- the exploitation and loss of control. Like with without proper consent or compensation, individuals may feel exploited or have a sense of loss of control over their own image. Yep. They may object to their likeness being used in the context that they do not agree with or find objectionable, which can have significantly emotional and reputational consequences this is a this Creative is control yeah um infringement of privacy uh facial scanning through ai pre- like it, it raises privacy concerns as it, it involves capturing and processing personal biometric data uh, but the individuals may not be aware of how their facial data is being used stored shared uh and that could lead to a loss of privacy and potential misuse of their personal information and you know, this kind of leads into what if the adult industry gets their hands on this? They can do whatever they want, and it's going to get almost inevitability. That, yeah, and and it, and it's getting it's getting worse, which leads me into the potential for misuse and deep fakes. Uh, facial mm-hmm. data captured through AI can be misused to create like the deep fakes or manipulated content that can be used for malicious purposes such as spreading misinformation, defaming individuals or engaging in identity theft. This can harm an individual's reputation and have wider societal implications. And then, of course, there's the legal and ethical implications, like the use of facial scanning without consent or appropriate compensation may raise legal and ethical concerns related to intellectual property rights, privacy laws, and the right to control one's own image. It can lead to legal disputes and calls for stronger regulations to protect individuals' rights in the digital era. As, you know, we, we, I, we used to be in the on-demand era. And I feel like that was like from like 2012 to 2020. And then we had to find a new way for entertainment where people were doing everything digitally and scanning themselves and doing green screens through Zoom and things like that. So it, it became a different world. So now we are in the digital era. We are in the future without the flying cars and the cool buildings and the, you know, the cool lit up cyber drinks and stuff like that. 
you know, we're along. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> no, but let's go to. So I'm gonna break down a couple pros and cons, because yeah. there are pros to this. I've, absolutely, absolutely. There are pros, like enhanced visual effects. Okay, like the the. It, this will enable filmmakers to create breathtaking visual effects that were previously challenging or time-consuming to achieve, leading to more immersive and visually stunning movies and video games and television shows. Like, Death Stranding is about to come out. Death Stranding 2 is going to be released probably next year or the year after. Okay. And it, you know, the the... If you look at Hideo Kojima's Instagram, you could see, like, he's constantly posting updates on it. And it, you can't hide from the fact that AI is part of our everyday life. We use it. We had an episode. We use, a, we use it on our phones. We use it with Google. We use had it, a few examples yeah. on our podcast. That one that you had, uh, you played back for me that a friend did for you of me and your, me and you, yeah. our voices at least. That was an early example right there. Yeah. You know, uh, visual effects. Um, that now there's also streamlined post-production. You know, uh, there could be automated tools with various post-production processes, such as color grading, video editing, sound design. It, it it just makes the workflow more efficient and reducing time and costs. Mm-hmm. Okay, like this would be such a good way for studios to be able to save money and pay their cast and crew. And again, no one needs to get fired. These are all things that everyone can work together on. Mm-hmm. Uh, realistic CGI characters. Even though we just talked about the use of face scan, if they could make realistic CGI characters, like the algorithms can generate highly realistic computer-generated characters, allowing with filmmakers to create compelling and believable digital actors, creatures, and environments. That could be a hit or miss. A, a, that can be a hit or miss. So we'll put that in the gray area. <laughs> Improve visual pre-visualization, AI-powered software assistant pre-visual pre-visualization, allowing filmmakers to create detailed vis- virtual storyboards, animatics, and 3D simulations, aiding in planning and visualization of complex scenes. It's I mean we're we're just a couple years shy away from schools teaching this stuff because AI cannot run without us. I'm glad you said that because that's kind of what I was picturing for like early kids in art class was be- and mid journeys a nice clean example of that because they do not allow such language yeah in their AI which is a, a kind of a rare thing that I see so the fact that you mentioned it I could kind of picture like kids early on in introduction to that kind of stuff not too much because you still need to factor you know the, go with their own natural creativity yeah and first absolutely and you know again coming back to environments and visualization of complex scenes uh the, mm-hmm. these these things can work you know and and it's not to eliminate it's not to eliminate your crew it's to help them make the process go a little faster so that we can have a more a more uptick with with our films and TV shows. It would help a lot. Um, and 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 look, I'm a fan of the old school way of things, like how Kevin Cosner does his shows and and movies, where it's all like no green screen. It's right there. You know, the same thing with Christopher Nolan. You know, uh, they're they're using these techniques that still work today. 
that could still make a great movie or TV show. Um, there's data-driven decision-making. You know, the analytics and data processing tools can help studios analyze audience preferences, predict box office performance, and optimize marketing strategy, leading to better informed decision-making. If they really want to make their money, they, they, can, they can use this. But again, pay your workers. Yes. Um, no, and this is uh, the sixth positive. Efficient script writing and storytelling. Uh, AI algorithms can assist in generating story idea, story ideas, analyzing scripts, and providing insights on character development, pacing, plot structures, aiding in the creativity process. We have spoken about this, how uh, there is a way to use the GPTs and all these other AI chatbots. There's, you, you, know, you can go in and say, hey, can you write me a story about Jack and Jill um, mm-hmm. doing God knows what on a hill? Yeah. And it'll come up with its own thing. But how many how many other people are at, are writing the same thing and they're getting the same answer? I've wondered that, you know. Right. Has so there, there hasn't been an example that I've seen. Yeah. So for example, so one of the biggest things that I use the ChatGPT for is to help with uh, podcast descriptions. Uh, you know, oh, here's my rundown from today's episode of DD Two Fourteen. I put it in the list. I say, can you help me revise this? into or correct my mistakes and fix check my grammar to make my my description a little more readable you know i i don't have the most i have confidence in my writing but i know that there's room for more and and that's that's you know that's why we that's why i i let the ai in i don't have the money or the resources to find or to pay someone the money to edit these things so i you know, I have to find it my own way. But instead of just saying, you know, give me this, yet write if you have a story, put three paragraphs of that story into the into the bot. Mm-hmm. Put it into the AI. Ask it what would you change? What would make this better? Is there something that I'm missing? Right. You know, if you have characters uh, what can you? Is there something about this character that doesn't make sense that can help me develop that person more that this whoever the writer is can't think of? Creative I Ching. I think of I Ching for some reason. I think it might have to do with a, a, fa- a favorite author of mine. He used, a, you know, he didn't have AI around at this time, but that's this, that's what I'm thinking of there. It's a very similar kind of aspect to it. Yeah. Creatively. Yep. And now we're going to get into some negatives. Uh, one of the, one of the, you know, we talked about the the not non payment and that, and but now we have job displacement. You know, AI automates certain tasks, so there is a concern that it can lead to job losses for professionals involved in visual effects, editing, and other areas traditionally performed by humans, including acting. Uh, a lack of human touch. Um, I am a fan of actors. Who have chemistry with each other i am a fan of of that human that human emotion that makes that movie or television show so great you know so you know the ai the ai generated visual effects or characters may lack the subtle nuances of emotional depth that human artists can bring potentially resulting in a more sterile or artificial feel in films where it can be seen as not necessarily uh 
with CGI, it can be a hit or miss. I'm thinking of a certain Star Wars episodes where it can be a great thing or a bad thing. Kind of a picture. Um, and here comes another one, a big one. Mm-hmm. Eth- ethical concerns. The use of AI raises ethical questions such as the potential for deepfake technology to be misused or for AI-generated content to infringe on intellectual property. Yep. Yep. Then we have the dependence on technology. Over-reliance on the, on the tools may lead to a diminished emphasis on practical effects, physical sets, and traditional filmmaking techniques, potentially impacting the overall creativity and craftsmanship in films. You know, the things that make these films so good. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is, is very concerning, is bias and stereotyping. Um, if the AI algorithms are trained on biased or limited data sets, they may perpetuate stereotypes or reinforce existing social da- biases leading to inaccuracies or misrepresentations in film. Mm. It's, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. It's... I... Just... It's, I, it, I, I there, there's certain things that we can't say on other podcasts you know due to whatever the algorithms and that youtube and you know spotify apple and, and what they have um mm-hmm. there i mean bias and stereotyping is going to be everywhere and the the major thing that i'm afraid of is that we're going to see a more comfortable use of it yes definitely a more comfortable use of it. And then there's security risks. AI systems used in film production could be vulnerable to cybersecurity threats posing risks of unauthorized access, data breaches, or misuse of sensitive information. What was the last part? The sensitive information? Yep, and sensitive information. And I got a couple more negatives and then I'll jump back into <laughs> positives to end okay. it up to end it positively. Okay. Um, the learning curve and dependency of implementing AI technologies requires a learning curve and training for film industry professionals, and reliance on AI systems could create dependency, making it challenging to adapt or transition without them. You know, algorithmic bias in casting. They may int- unintentionally reinforce stereotypes or biases by favoring certain characteristics or demographics, potentially perpetuating underrepresentation or misrepresentation in films this is you know i know we're kind of repeating it again but this is something that needs to be addressed because i was thinking doesn't that happen already too though yeah you know um creative limitations over reliance on the generated content may lead to a homogenization of visual styles and storytelling approaches potentially limiting the diversity and innovation in filmmaking It just seems like the cons are so much heavier than the pros. <laughs> they they really are. You know when you w- pack more of a punch. You know when you when you say it out loud, it it is yeah. it, 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 it you get that lump in your throat, and and not a comfortable one either. You know what I mean? A very expensive one, one way or another. You ever seen that episode of Seinfeld? Um, Joe Devola calls Jerry. He's like, "There's a hair on my tongue. You put it there." You know? No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's a great clip. It's it's such a great clip, and <laughs> you know we're putting we're putting the hair on the tongue, you know, so sort of speak. And 
you know, again, we we want to keep AI positive. We want to keep it in the light because there are positive uses of it. But there are bad, 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 bad people out there. You know, but so some of the rest of the positives that we have is like accessibility features. You know, the power technologies can provide closed captions, audio descriptions, language translations, making films more accessible to individuals with hearing or visual impairments. Uh, personalized viewing experiences with algorithm algorithms can analyze viewer preferences and behavior to provide personalized recommendations leading to more tailored movie suggestions and potentially enhancing the overall viewing experience like the participatory uh episodes of certain netflix series yeah or not series movies absolutely absolutely language natural language processing I think this is a big positive because the, the AI-driven models can assist in script analysis and provide insights into dialogue, tone, and language patterns, aiding in script refinement and character development. You know, I, mm-hmm. I was saying this before, it can really help you, especially if you have uh, a specific person who doesn't know about a specific culture. Um, maybe Google, you know, because can we really trust, you know, Wikipedia is a uh, a user-edited user uh platform Mm -hmm. you know and then you have the history channel which history channel used to be about history but not so much anymore now now it's uh alien tv shows and yeah you know um another one that we have here is automation scene recognition and what that means is that the algorithms can analyze and categorize footage based on visual elements Enabling proficient organization and retrieval of specific scenes or shots during the editing process. So a more efficient, more efficient editing process all around, like yeah, with green uh, screens, things like that. Like it would be more catching gas, yeah, stuff like that. And then there's the last positive: virtual cinematography. It's. AI-powered virtual cameras can simulate different camera angles and movements, enabling filmmakers to explore creative shots and perspectives without the need for physical cameras or elaborate setups. Uh, I think I had this talk with you last week about Harrison Ford and the new movie that he's got out, the new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. And they were able to use all the years that him and George worked together from this angle, this age, this light, you know, put all those together and they could, they were able to, you know, like cut to a scene where he was back in his fort in the 40s or in the early 1910s. And that's how they pretty much did it was AI. It, it, it works. It does yep. work. But it, do, uh, but like we said today, it does have its misuses. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's no secret, you know, but. There's not everyone's talking about the bad of it, but there's not enough people talking about the good of it, and there is good to talk about of it. And you know, if if we're the only ones or one of the few hundred thousand people that talk about it, then so be. We will continue to spread the proper information to talk about how AI can be used in a proper setting to to help your everyday life instead of finding it to make your life easier. I'd say some of it's just to scare uh, uh, people that are just minusculely interested in it away, you know, too. Like, if you're not going to be into, like, this kind of stuff, I mean, it really isn't too much of a hobby that you can just kind of 
nitpicked. I mean, it's something we've actually kind of gotten into and put we some grew time up with it. We're, we grew yeah. up with it. You know, that's it's, true. They've been talking about this stuff since before. Just before we were you're in the right. military, I forget. You know? I forget. But it well, wasn't even when I was. Yeah, but, you're kids. But it, but it wasn't so. It wasn't. But the conversations were about. Oh, it's here. You know, we're we're gonna die. You know, the conversations <laughs> were. Oh, I can't, this is gonna happen. Oh, it'll never happen. And then the ones. Oh, yeah, it'll happen. But it was already there. It, it goes was, slow. It works slow. It was already there. Do you do you not think? Creeping up. You know, but but to. Again, the SAG-AFTRA. This is an important strike. And a lot of shows are not going to get continued. A lot of shows are, are off production right now. And that's okay. Because wouldn't you want to fight for better pay if you felt like you were getting... You know, you oh, were yeah, getting definitely. shit hand? You know, so there, there's a lot to think about here. Hollywood's just gotten hit so hard in the last 10 years. I mean, if it ain't a, a, an epidemic, it's a, been, it's a been controversy. Or, yeah, or this, yeah. You know, it, it, it's, still, it's still a beautiful world, and we could still make it beautiful by embracing the future. Yeah, and we can make some cool stuff still, and that horrendous stuff. Exactly. So, guys, that was uh, episode 40 of The Artificial Mind. I pre- we appreciate you coming every week, checking out the show. We appreciate. I'm so glad that you guys enjoy Tam Radio. Yeah. No, ta- ta- I enjoyed it so much. I had listened to it a couple times. Tam Tam Radio was really good. Um, I had so much fun with that one. Can't wait to do it again. S- leave us a voicemail. Send us suggestions. Leave a review. Tell us what you think. We we don't know how good or bad we're doing unless you review us. You know, just write a little comment in the thing there. Let us know how we're doing. And, you know, check out our merch. You go to www.cleansanchezmedia.com and go over to the artificial mind picture of uh, Tam Tam's eyes there. You know, and you just click you click her eyes and over in the Clean she Sanchez Media website. And all the links will be there for the merch. Uh, next episode, we're going to do coins. We're going to be designing coins. So, cool. Which I'm kind of, well, I'm super excited about. It's going to be really cool. I'm going to I'm going to attempt to put myself on the coin. Uh oh. I'm going to. I think it'll be, be an interesting piece. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's no, it's going to be interesting. But guys, uh, check us out next week. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, and live long and prosper. <laughs>